As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's Made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zincom find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It is a Wednesday. We are live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however... You may be watching or listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. That was fun last night. Sat home. Made some dinner. And watched some NBA basketball. If you're watching those games, J-Mac, the difference in intensity between even a play-in game and the regular season, it's a different sport. I mean, they were guys were fighting through screens and jumping on the floor. And LeBron James in year 20 is... Undercutting a guy, it's like baseball stealing second base, sliding into home head first. The intensity last night is totally different level. Unbelievable games. Besides the fact that we went two and zero with the bets we, last we, night, we of did. course. Yeah, nice little sweep for us. All yeah. right, so let's start with this. In the history of the Lakers, I think it's fair to say when they win playoff games or series, they're fun. They're showtime. It's Kobe. It's West. It's Magic. Uh, they write books about it. Uh, they do series about it. The Lakers have won a certain way. Jerry Buss, the late great owner, understood. You know, the Laker girls, the Forum Club, flash matters in a very distracted city with great weather, a beach, mountains, and a lot to do. That's how they win in the playoffs. Uh, until now. <laughs> this team doesn't have a consistent number three score undrafted hustler Austin Reeves is crucial. This is not a smooth, points-come-easy offensive juggernaut. It's not. They got to win with toughness. They were tough last night. They got to win with defense. They played defense last night. Uh, They got to get to the free throw line. They did last night, and they got to hit those free throws, and they did that last night. This is not a great team, but it is a better team than they were at the trading deadline. It's very reminiscent of the Packers last year. Big brand struggled early, played weaker teams late, and you confuse good team with better team. This team, wanna, they beat Utah a lot, Chicago and KD, not available for the Suns a couple of times, and Chicago and Minnesota, and 
It's just not a great team. Even with Anthony Edwards doing nothing last night, they got outplayed by Minnesota. Minnesota just forgot how to play offense. They scored 12 points in the fourth quarter. The Lakers were only 15-22 and 22 against teams that made the playoffs. That's what they are. That is what the Lakers are. There's a way they have to win. Now, I thought they would win last night, and I think they can beat Memphis in a long six or seven game series. But there is a way they play, and it's not the way the Lakers have played my entire life. They're still relying on a too old guy and a too brittle guy. And LeBron basically had to save the day. And that's just what they are. It's a very, very limited offensive roster. The good news is they got a defensive-minded coach. They got players who create contact and get to the free throw line. And last night, they shot the ball very well to free throw line. Not from threes, not from the field, but part of playoff basketball is situational. Get to the line, older teams, older players, hit your free throws, and they did that last night. So they, this, I think a lot of people are like, oh, man, that was ugly. It was, but this is how they're going to have to win. Listen, they've struggled to put away Minnesota and Utah. In Utah, Anthony Edwards did nothing. Rudy Gobert wasn't there last night. It was at home, and they were messing their best wing defender, and they had to go to overtime. This is how they're going to win. It's a limited roster, and last night it was just a couple of free throws, a little toughness. Uh, AD almost blew it, but let's not confuse this with previous Laker playoff teams. It's not going to be pretty. They're not a pretty team. That's okay. You can win a lot of playoff series, but they're not going to match Phoenix bucket for bucket, Sacramento bucket for bucket, Denver bucket for bucket, Golden State bucket for bucket. That's the old Laker franchise. That's the old Laker team. That's, the, that's showtime. Those, those days are over. They, they can't do that. They don't have that in them. Thank God Charles Barkley was honest afterwards. This notion that you can turn it on, you can't turn, okay. you can't turn things Because on. I thought earlier we were talking about how this was a great path for the Lakers. It was. To play. And this one game has one turned game you. Your mind. Well, because... This, this, yeah. They didn't deserve to win this game tonight. This, was, like, this is all about the Wolves choking this game away. Well, yes, that was a big part of it. At some point, you're wondering, uh, Minnesota, Anthony Edwards doesn't trust his jumper. Are they running plays? You know, I think Darvin Ham has done the best job you can possibly do with the cards he's been dealt, and that's going to be last night's a Darvin Ham win. <laughs> he, he's probably rejoicing over it. It's defense, it's free throws, it's toughness. Here's the coach after. Once you get to the end of things, to have everyone healthy, to be playing in the type of rhythm we're playing in, to defend at the level that we're defending at, um, going into the most important time of the year, you can't ask for a better situation. All right, yesterday I drove home, and I asked myself, self, were you too hard on Trey Young? Now, I said yesterday, given the choice of Jalen Brunson and Trey Young to lead my franchise, I'd take Jalen Brunson. But, you know, you start ad-libbing during a show, and then I thought, well, Jalen Brunson went to college for three years. He's older the expectations are lower. And so I thought about this as Trey Young was lighting it up last night in Atlanta. We told you to take the points. They beat Miami. Trey Young's a very unique talent. Top 10 in scoring, led the league in assists, very confident, and he is a big game player. He may disappear on a Tuesday night, but he is good in a playoff game. He's good in big games. 
but he's a one-and-done college star, not fully formed, who is still a kid with holes in his game and a huge ceiling. But he is just 24 years old. Sometimes I see Steph. Sometimes I see Dame Lillard. But I want to ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Who is the last player to come into the NBA who has created consistent playoff success? Yeah, keep thinking about it. It's Jason Tatum, and he's been to one finals. Six year in the NBA in a great organization. He's the last guy to be drafted, come into the league, and we know every year they're going to win a couple playoff series. Jason Tatum. Six years, one final. And you didn't even love the way he played in that final. This league is about old guys. From the day Steph Curry stepped on the campus at Davidson for three years until the first time he got to a finals. You know how long that was? Guess. His ninth year. Michael Jordan, first time he stepped on campus at Carolina to his first final. His ninth year. Steph Curry, Michael Jordan. Trey Young is 24 years old. These one-and-done guys come into the league. They can't drink at the hotel bar. They're not fully formed. Yeah, Jalen Brunson, I like more. Jalen Brunson went to Villanova, second rounder. They coach him hard. He's older. I look at Trey Young, and my takeaway is he's a kid, and he's a big-time player. He's a top-10 scorer. He gets the ball to other people. But... um. Just remember this. As I drove home, I went and looked it up later. Do you know he's gone further in the playoffs than Joel Embiid? Do you know he's gone as far as two-time MVP Jokic in Denver? Age is your friend in the NBA playoffs. He's got a greater scoring average than Embiid, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Jason Tatum, and Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs. Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, from the day they stepped on a campus to the day they made their first finals, 18 years collectively, nine each. It's not a kid's league. That's college basketball. That's the G League, maybe. That's high school. That's AAU. This is a man's league. This is an old guy league. In the history of the NBA, there's been one playoff scenario, one playoff season where the young guys flourished, the bubble. Why? Because the old guys missed their wives and their kids. And the Lakers were the only old team that year that flourished. Remember that young Miami team? Bam was a kid. Tyler Hero was a kid. I think they had Duncan Robinson. It's like a kid team. We're like, how did they get here? Because they were single guys. You know, they were playing video games and hoops. They loved it. I remember hearing a story about that bubble where LeBron, he, got, he gathered the team around. He's like, guys, we're stuck here. It was another great moment of LeBron leadership. He's like, guys, we all miss... We all miss our kids. We all miss our wives. We miss our friends. Let's just get out of Orlando with a title. Let's just get out of here with a title and make the most of it. So as I was driving home, maybe Uncle Colin was just too hard on Trey Young. That does not mean I'm rescinding my take that I take Brunson over Trey Young, but context needs to be added. These one-and-done guys, Trey Young's been fantastic. Big game, scores a lot, elevate others. Little sloppy, can be disengaged in games that don't matter. But maybe I was a little hard. 
inches, not feet, just a little hard on Trey Young. And J-Mac loves Trey Young. Well, you, know, you know what I love is when you can step back from a take, give it some thought, and realize, man, McIntyre was right. He was spot on. <laughs> I was way too hard on Trey Young. Uh, Colin, both say last night I went to the game, Lakers. A lot of Herd fans in the building. Let me say this. Wondering, where's Cowherd? Hey, yeah. hey. Well, I was at home. Here's the other <laughs> thing. I will give... It's so funny. The NBA has got a lot of critics. They set an attendance record, an all-time attendance record, and the TV ratings were flat. That's fine. If you're flat, that's a win these days with all the cord cutting and blah, blah, blah. It's a cable sport mostly. But I'll tell you this. I'll give the Laker fans a lot of credit because that place last night on from the TV perspective was crazy. And, you know, you talk about can you flip a switch in sports. NFL's different. Hockey's different. Your safety I mean, you have to play hard every line you're out there in hockey. You get hurt. NFL, head in a swivel, have to play hard. But sports like baseball, sometimes in basketball, to watch the play-in games last night, the intensity of the fans and the players fighting through screens and LeBron in year 20 racing down the floor. and I mean, it was. I thought it was great American sports, great intensity, and I'm glad the NBA playoffs have arrived. I love that you had a good time. Uh, I know you don't like when we're rotation guy, but Darvin Ham kind of had a rough start to his playoff coaching career last night. Coward. Well, let's took, took him three quarters to realize. Oh, D'Angelo Russell stinks tonight. I should bench him. And Dennis Schroeder came through to save well, him. Well, it's a, it's hard to just pull guys off the floor. I mean, Golden State bailed on D'Angelo Russell fast because he's inconsistent. Um, is, is too loose, plays with a casual nature. It's like Drew Locke, the quarterback in the NFL. He plays like interceptions don't matter. Like, he's real casual. D'Angelo Russell's way too casual, and, like, you can't be in the playoffs. Like, every possession matters. Like, every inbounds play last night. Inbounds plays became crucial. Almost decided that game. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG g.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources welding instructor alex declare knows firsthand how vr training platforms like forge fx can help meet the demand for skilled workers anywhere you go look there's going to be a shortage of welders vr training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career the beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Start, start your journey to self-discovery. BetterHelp's convenient, affordable online therapy. 10% off today if you go. BetterHelp.com slash herd, H-E-R-D. So, um, you know, it, it's funny. I just uh, a couple of weeks ago started reading a book by Jeff Benedict. It, really good access. Amazing stories. I thought I knew everything about LeBron. Fascinating stuff. The book is called LeBron. And um, almost through it. I interviewed him yesterday. You can go to my uh, the volume, listen to the interview for 25 minutes. It's very good. He was just on the show last week with Joy Taylor. Very good book. Uh, once again in LeBron's career, as I'm watching last night, he has to carry a roster of limited players, Austin Reeves, flaky players, D'Angelo Russell, um, hot and cold players, uh, Dennis Schroeder, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, he did it in Cleveland the first time he left. Miami for four years. They got old very fast and weird. Cleveland, it was J.R. Smith in the timeout, and here we are with the Lakers. Last night in year 20, he's diving on the floor, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, and hustling all over the place, and the Lakers still have to lean on him, and he has to save the day. Now, that's fine for a play-in game, um, but he's an old man, and uh, yeah, I just, I mean, D'Angelo Russell, nowhere to be seen on the floor late. They got him off the floor. Anthony Davis, bonehead foul late. Jared Vanderbilt, zero points. Malik Beasley, where is he? Um, it's very Tom Brady in New England. In the end, didn't have enough to work with. He's like, guys, none of my receivers and tight ends, they can't get open. He goes to a team with receivers and tight ends. Uh, Tampa in the end, they had no running game. The coaching wasn't working. The team got old fast, and Brady was the dependable one. It's like Tom Cruise. He's the only guy that can get people into a theater anymore at 60 years old. And he keeps up in the ante on stunts, and LeBron keeps up in the ante on performances to just try to stay at a certain level. But as you watched last night, and I read the Jeff Benedict book, it is interesting to me, is that um, it, it, it's such a parallel to Tom Brady, is that you know everywhere Tom is in the end, Belichick couldn't keep up with drafting. They just couldn't keep up. They could not get him even average tight ends and receivers. They couldn't do it. And LeBron in Cleveland the first time, they couldn't get him a second all-star. In Miami at the end, D-Wade was falling apart and everybody was getting old. They were still one of the smaller teams in the league. And then Cleveland at one point, he went to a final and the only healthy guy was Matthew Dellavedova. And then Kyrie did a Kyrie and got weird. And then in the Lakers, they had to reboot the franchise. He won a title and here's what you're left with. An undrafted player, a flaky player, D'Angelo Russell, who won't be here long. Jared Vanderbilt had zero points. What in the world is AD doing? And here's LeBron giving you 30, 10, and 6 and diving for loose balls. It's like three things are certain in life. Death, taxes, and LeBron ending up with a weird roster that he has to save.
And that was again the story last night. J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I'm surprised no mention of Carl Anthony Towns' uh, first quarter struggles, Colin. And he was overtime. good early. He was he very was good awesome. early. They got tired. I mean, Minnesota wore down without that bench. Well, they, yeah, no go bear. Didn't have a wing guy. Anthony Edwards was, I mean, talk about lose your confidence in your jumper. He's a great player. Well, he's a great athlete. But he's got to figure out in the offseason. He, he's he, like 21 or 22. He's a kid. Like, yeah. he's one of those. I mean, LeBron loses confidence in his jumper for the first 12 years of his career. Like, Anthony Davis did not want the ball last night from the perimeter. Like, he just, he did not want to shoot the ball. It, you know who guarded? Jared Vanderbilt guarded him a lot. Like, almost situationally, we'll have Vanderbilt in just to guard Edwards. Vanderbilt Ed knows him. He played with, uh, was in Minnesota prior. Yep. Good job by that on Darvin Ham. I'm not bashing him the whole way. Uh, all right, let's start with uh, who's playing tonight. The Pelicans host the Thunder. Not as exciting as, you know, Lakers uh, last night, but both teams hope to keep their season alive. Pelicans without Zion Williamson, which has become a theme throughout his NBA career. Yeah. He's had a hamstring injury, a hamstring, Colin, since January 2nd. Well, those hurt. They're sensitive. A four-month hamstring injury? It is dubious. Four months? He has put on weight. The former number one pick has played 29 games this season. Again. But this is what's troubling, Colin. Listen to these quotes about whether or not he'll be able to return for the playoff run. Physically, I'm fine. Now it's just a matter of, uh, like, when I feel like Zion. Um, you know, I, I know the atmosphere I'd be entering uh, based off, like, the playoff experience. Uh, so now it's just a matter of when I feel like Zion. I don't feel like there are any specific benchmarks for, for being Zion. Uh, it's just a matter of, like, you know, when I feel like myself. If I feel like Zion, I'll be out there. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Colin, so what's going on here? He's referring to himself in the third person yeah. three times. Yeah. It almost feels like a scripted response. Does it not? Like the Pelican say, be careful what you say. Let's just say I want to feel like myself. And he was almost like repeating a mantra. Is this mental? I don't think it's physical at this well, point. Well, we said this yesterday. Um, what do you do? You can't move off him. They don't get free agents. So, I mean, it's just like... Well, first th- of all, who's trading for him? Well, like, yeah, what I are mean, you giving up? I don't even know what a trade package would look like for Zion. As I said yesterday, injuries happen to bigs a lot more than we think. Great, Blazers have had three of their young stars, Greg Oden, Bill Walton, and Sam Bowie, fall apart. Brandon Roy as well, right? Yeah. So, But, I mean, big guys... Weight issues. A knee. He plays with a torque and a violence that is just I've seen. I've never seen anything like it. When he's healthy, he's a top five player oh, no, to watch. No, Maybe top three. Yeah, he's a wilt. I mean, the bottom line is it, it, it's, a, it's a lot of Euro uh, uh, facing the basket centers. There's not a lot of Jokic bodies out there, and nobody wants to take the charge from this guy. So he's 27 a night, 60% from the floor when he's on. But a lot of this stuff is very predictable. It was you would still if you had to draft today, you'd still. If he was available this year, you'd look at him and go, he's such a unique athlete. It's Chet Holmgren last year. We knew his body would break down. He was built like a straw. How many games did he play this year? Yeah, no, but I mean, (laughs) if you have a bunch of picks in your Oklahoma City, like he's such a unicorn, the kid out of Gonzaga, you're like, I'm going to draft him. They should have drafted him. And then predictably, that's what I say. When Kyler Murray looks too small or Bryce Young, those are fair questions. Zion, this was what people predicted. Chet Holmgren, it's what people predicted. And you can't really pass on them like Victor Wembanyama is 7'4". Never seen anything like him in the league. And by the way, if you look at Victor, that's not a 20-year NBA body. No. It's not. But you have to take him. He's Um, such a unique 
He's a unicorn. He's a one of one. Pelicans are five-point favorites tonight. Anything there? Thunder on the road? I like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to take the Thunder. Okay. We'll I'm, go a little head-to-head. I Lack of playoff what, What's experience. the points? Uh, five. I take OKC in five. And what's the other game? Chicago's playing, aren't they? Yeah, I think we're talking about that later in the okay, show. Chicago okay. Raptors. Oh boy, I'm not watching. You're that not one. staying home for well, that. Well, you know, I'll watch. FaceTime with the wife for an hour. YouTube. And yeah. YouTube. You're what? Highlights. <laughs> I don't know if I can get. Oh, okay. I can't get through two and a half hours of Raptors Bulls. Yeah, uh, maybe you'll, you can yeah. rewatch the Big Short. I just watched that two nights ago. (laughs) Next up, uh, one of your favorite quarterbacks, Denver Broncos QB. See this story? Russell Wilson. This is awesome. So the Broncos began voluntary offseason program yesterday. Yeah. A local reporter, Mike Kleiss, Kleiss of Nine News, reported Russell Wilson was among the first to arrive. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. That's impressive. He's entering his 12th season. He's showing up at 5 a.m. Obviously, he had the worst season of his career last year, and now he's got Sean Payton. What's the excitement level? 5 a.m. You know, Jets probably wish their quarterback were show. Oh, right. They don't have one. Ravens probably. Oh, they don't have a guy. Yeah. Pretty nice to have your quarterback in there. Early. In April. Like everybody gets all the Russell Wilson is washed people. They're going to go hiding on social media now because you and I know he's not washed. He may not be an A, but he's not washed. He could be an A. Matt Stafford like Matt is an Ryan a. looks washed. Is the offensive line healthy? Well, they That's went and addressed question. it. They went and addressed it in free agency. That's a big question yeah. right now for. Uh, I think their O line will be fine. They went and got a right tackle. They got a guard they already like. The left tackle's back from injury. I think they'll be fine. Only thing I don't like is this Javante Williams. There's some chatter that his injury is kind of serious and he will not start the season for that. He was a dynamic running back. Really good. Uh, that would be a big loss, obviously. All right, uh, final story. Joe Clatt. Released his latest mock draft on his podcast, yeah. the Joel Klatt Show. I don't you love it. You can this. check it out on FoxSports.com. Yeah, I don't love uh, it. You don't love it either. Well, I, don't, I don't love it. I, I'm not a huge fan of this one either. Sorry, Joel. Uh, he predicts three QBs will go to start the draft. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and drumroll please, the Colts trading up to three to get Anthony Richardson. Now, what Will did we say yesterday? What, what is the history? <clears throat> if you are drafting a franchise, if you're drafting a quarterback, if you're moving up, for a guy to save your franchise, it doesn't work. Mahomes, the Chiefs were already in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson, the culture coach was set. Great foundation. And Josh Allen, they already had made the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor. Right now, the Colts don't have a left tackle they love, a quarterback they love, a number one receiver they love. They need another corner. This feels like a swing to save the franchise. Um, and that I'm just saying, history is it does not work. If you come and you don't know if the coach is good, and you don't know if the roster's good. I, listen, it, it, Anthony is such a unique physical presence. I understand people moving up. but um, And again, what else do they do? They're kind of trapped here. I mean, the what Colts? else do they do? I think there's an argument to be made. If I was Indy, I would trade down, get more picks. I'd get my left tackle. I'd get an edge rusher. Oh, I'd get another receiver. Okay. And then next year, because in the AFC, they're going to be bad next year. With Anthony Richardson. Are they going to be Texans bad? Oh, no, Texans will be better than them, I believe. Listen, if- there's a lot of draft stuff to say based off this. But, Colin, to look back at what Clad had, if Bryce Young goes first, do the Texans take C.J. Stroud? Because from all accounts, the Texans like Bryce Young. Well, if you're so the, do the- they pass on Stroud at two and say, we're not taking a quarterback in this okay. class? Because remember, they signed Case Listen, Keenum, if, Colin. If, if, you're not, if you're not drafting C.J. Stroud, then get the hell out of the number two spot, trade down, and fill your roster well, out. Assuming somebody wants to trade up for C.J. Stroud. Who's trading up for C.J. Stroud? I like him. Sorry, C.J. Stroud. 
He's not trade-up worthy, is he? No. So my takeaway, if I'm Houston, and they may wait to the last day, but if I'm Houston and not taking a quarterback, we'll get more players. Yeah. I so, think they've had, I think the Texans have had a very good offseason. The other thing is, um, we like Justin Fields a lot coming out of college. I thought he was a better quarterback at Ohio State than C.J. Stroud was. Justin Fields dropped well, to like way, 15 way, in the draft. Way more dynamic as an he, athlete. High, better prospect than Stroud and yes. taking nothing away from Stroud. Yes. So what is Stroud doing it too? Like we need to we need to step back and be like, wait, I, wait, what are we doing here? I agree with you. And the other thing is the Arizona Cardinals. Remember that story early? I think you had it yesterday. Six teams interested in trading up. If we look at that list, do we see any quarterback needy teams? Arizona's clearly trying to drive up the value of yes. Richardson because he can't do it with Levis. Nobody's taking Levis third. We just got to be aware of smoke screens. Why, why would didn't Detroit solve some of their corner issues? Well, remember they dumped Akuda yesterday, so they did in free agency. But one of those might be a one-year band-aid, and Gonzalez obviously is very highly thought of. The other thing, Bijan Robinson at ten. I don't Eagles? get that. Would the Eagles draft a running no, back? Go get it. There's two they good. They just off- let go of so Paris. So so both the top offensive linemen are not going to go in the top ten. Well, uh, all of a sudden, it's not a premium position. They're not sexy to talk about. Bijan Robinson. Paris Johnson could be a could be a. I mean, when you w- watch Paris Johnson, a lot of you know. I don't know this to be true. I'm not a scout, but people feel he is easily the best offensive lineman at left tackle. Well, who doesn't need a left tackle? There's about six teams in the league that don't need a left tackle. How many contracts for Paris Johnson versus Bijan Robinson? Running backs get one basically to start their career, right? And then after that, it's like, well, we'll see what happens. We're not paying him. Bijan's an interesting case because player. is there an argument to be made? So this is here's my argument for Bijan Robinson: is that if you're a really good football team and you can get running backs anywhere, but you need a pop player now, like now. They went and got Rashad Penny from the Seahawks. But if you want, if you're like, listen, we're in the Super Bowl thing and we need a pop player, you could make an argument. Philly's like, listen, we got everything. We don't need anything. Let's go get a game changer at running back to support. We have a great offensive line, and you can make that argument because right. Rashad Penny's not available for 17 games. He'll sure. play for like 11. Here's the Eagles running back depth chart: Rashad okay. Penny, Kenneth Gainwell, who was like instrumental at times okay, in the postseason. Let's, let's slow down. No, he's a great backup. Mm, okay, backup. Yeah, exactly. Number backup. three, Boston Scott, a bowling ball of a running back. Mm, they like him. Backup. And number four, Trey Sermon, who I think oh wasn't he the kid from Oklahoma? You don't need a great running back. How many times? I have to tell you. Well, I, I, I've said before, I would go draft the Northwestern offensive lineman. Perfect. That's the easy one. Yeah. Like, Philadelphia feels obvious to me because Kelsey you got one more year with. Yeah. So go get the Northwestern guy, high-functioning, yeah. smart kid, comes in and one year he takes over for Kelsey. What happens when Lane Johnson goes down for four weeks from in week eight I to week I agree. You You're and screwed. I, you are in deep, deep trouble because they're awful without him. No, you I, you and I agree on this. Our, our draft, now you have Anthony Richardson going one. I may be moving off that, but we'll see. We'll, see. <laughs> well there's a, there was something from Chris Mortensen I think we'll talk what, about what, it next what, what happened? I don't want to talk about it yet. Well, well, he basically said the pick is going to be Bryce Young at one. And he's like a, I mean, he's been around the league for like, you know, a long time. Chris, yeah. You know Morton's. Yeah, of course. So Bryce Young's going to be number one. And there's a story that the owner, Tepper, um, loves the parents. Had, like, had a closed door meeting with Nick Saban that was lengthy. Like not even his head coach or GM in there. Tepper, the owner. Who's calling the shots there? The GM or Tepper? Probably the owner, right? Yeah, it's Bryce Young. I, I, you don't give out DJ Moore and a bunch of picks yeah. for raw guy, a bathroom selfie guy, <laughs> an average guy. <laughs> that I'm not being giving... said, let's just remind everybody: Tua Tagovailoa, undersized; Trey Young, undersized. Like there is some risk with these small quarterbacks. Yes, of course. Uh, J Mac with the news. 
Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. A lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah, I got good stuff here. The uh, So, remember this past offseason. It was this time last year that I started saying, I was begging all of you, take the Vikings to win the division over the Packers. They've got an offensive coach. They're going to win at least half of the close games. I begged you. I said, Minnesota's going to win the division. Yeah, I got nothing but cheese heads. Tell me what an idiot I was. I said, no, the Green Bay, it'll battle for the wild card spot. I think I had them in. They didn't make it. It came down to the last quarter. They would have made it in. But I said, Minnesota's going to win the division. So I, you know, like a swami, you're literally now watching a wizard on television. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to go back to the same division and make a prediction, and I'll beg you once again to listen to my words. I nailed Minnesota, and I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen to the Packers this year because there's a story out today, and I'll get to that in a second. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions playoff games and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s i can't wait for this joe we're gonna dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in major league baseball cars wine whatever else we want to talk about listen to the book of joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts professional welder shana ford used vr training developed by forge fx to hone her skills as a welder the more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code Herd, once again, new customers, bet five and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. 
Only at DraftKings Sportsbook code HERD, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This Saturday, Real Football for Real Fans is back. 2023 USFL season opening kickoff weekend starts the new season, Saturday at 4.30 Eastern on Fox. I'm not going to get into what we were just talking oh, about. Oh, boy. I think I just, J-Mac, literally his head is spinning. I'll get to it in five minutes, maybe, and I'll tell you what we were talking about. I'm, I'm going to need to walk off the set if you say the stuff you're going to say. This is wildly inappropriate, Cowherd. Come on. I'm to- No, I'm totally right. So, by the way, Charles Barkley last night said, none of these games are watchable. We all know who's going to e- win the East. I'm going to say something similarly about sports. So, I'll get to that in a second. So David Bakhtiari is Aaron Rodgers' best friend for the Packers. Great left tackle. Getting older. We redid his deal. He'll be around for a few years. Great player. Hall of Fame level player eventually. And uh, he basically said that he, Aaron's going to be a Jet. Don't worry about it. It's over. He's going to be a Jet. So he, he is going to be a Jet. If David Bakhtiari saying it, then that's coming directly from Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be a Jet. So last year's Packers, and I predicted they'd be in second place, which all the cheeseheads, you know, Big yap, 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 all disappeared when they didn't make the playoffs. But last year's Packers were noisy. They had a weird offseason. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't participate in the offseason with a young rookie wide receiver, so it took them until, like, December to get their act together. Let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be the opposite this year. So there's no Aaron. There's Jordan Love. First of all, Jordan Love wants to prove he can play, right? He's been told he's a backup, a lot of doubters, a lot of cynics, a lot of eye rolls. He's going to be totally engaged. The young receivers who feel ignored by Aaron are going to totally bond with Jordan Love. And Matt LaFleur, the head coach, it's his offense now. He's not splitting it with Aaron Rodgers, who sometimes wouldn't even show up reportedly to meetings that Aaron scheduled. Also, Green Bay is going to draft another tight end and a receiver very early in the draft, so it's going to be a very young offense. And LaFleur can mold it, and Jordan Love's going to connect They're going to be very focused, very determined, and very prepared early in the season. And also, nobody has any catalog on Jordan Love. Nobody's seen him play. He had 26 snaps last year. 10 was the most in one game. Nobody knows what he can do and what he can't do. You know his body. You don't know his catalog, what he can throw, what he can't throw, back, shoulder, seam. You have no idea. So last year, Green Bay, because Aaron wouldn't commit to the offseason, predictably predictably, we did it on this show, was choppy until December and got their act together. Then Christian Watson finally developed a real relationship, which could have happened in September and Aaron showed up, but he didn't need Aaron whatevs. It's going to be the opposite this year. They're going to be a real feisty September-October team. Very feisty. Jordan Love's going to be absolutely, they're going to be the most committed they have been in the offseason in four years. It's Lafleur's offense. Lafleur wants to prove I can win without Aaron Jordan wants to prove he's legit. The young players are going to bond with the young coach and the young quarterback. And then after a really, really solid September, October, 
everybody's going to have film after seven or eight games on Jordan Love, and they're going to see what most people think. He's got a pretty low ceiling. He's not a top 12 quarterback. He's certainly not a bottom six, but he's somewhere around the Tannehill area, which is okay. People are going to find his flaws. They're going to see his weaknesses, the throws he can make, the throws he can't. And for the first time in his career, he's going to be running a franchise and go on a losing streak. How does he react? Even Aaron Rodgers' first year as a starter after Favre didn't react particularly well. And Green Bay is going to end up in the exact same place they did last year, battling for a wild card spot in the final week of the season. They're going to finish 9-8 and eight or 8-9, eight and nine, depending on how that last game goes, and it's going to be the opposite of last year. Last year, not committed in the offseason. This year, completely committed in the offseason. Last year, Aaron ran the show. Matt listened. This year, Matt's going to run the show, and Jordan Love's going to listen. Last year, Aaron wanted old guys, Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins. Those guys are gone. The receiving core is going to be kids. They're going to draft another receiver. They're going to draft another tight end. Robert Tanyan's now gone. So what's going to happen at the end of the year? They're not going to be as dynamic offensively in the NFC as Philadelphia or, let's say, Detroit. They're not going to be as dynamic defensively as San Francisco or, say, Dallas. And they're going to be 8-9 and nine Eight and eight going into the last weekend. Thereabouts, battling for a wild card spot. Jordan Love, 26 snaps last year, 10 in one game was the tops. I think they're going to be the same exact result of last year, but you're going to flip it. Good early, struggle late, absolute ceiling. Because remember what happened last year? They got hot at the end of the year, and some of that was they played a bunch of dogs, they played bad teams. Wasn't that they were? They were like the Lakers. Lakers aren't a great team now. They're a better team than they were. Green Bay wasn't a great team last year. They were just better than what they were early in the year. They they struggled right in the middle. So there you go. I begged you to bet the over under on the Vikings, and I'm telling you right now, this is what they're going to look like. So where, wherever the over under is, if it's ten, bet the under. Heavy. You said the Packers wide receiver room was kids. Um, I think that may be being generous. Do you want me to read you the five names that the Packers have at wide receiver right now? Yeah. Christian Watson. Yeah. So he played one season. Romeo Dobbs. Yep. After that, Samurai Torre. Yeah. I think he had a touchdown catch last year. Someone named Bo Melton. And then Jeff Cotton. Those are their receivers. Yeah. Well, for, for Jordan Love. Yeah. Well, they're going to go get a tight end and a receiver. It's going to be a very oh. young receiving group. In a, in a weak receiving draft, they're going to grab a receiver. Well, also, you, what you want to get is a mature receiver. They're oh. like Jordan Addison is like a grown up, totally committed, maybe mm. not a burner, but Jordan Addison would walk in and give you 55, 60 catches. He's like a grown up. Like he, he runs the route tree. He's not immature. He's quiet, head down. Like, I would go get a guy like that who can come in and play immediately as a rookie. And we, by the way, you get about 15 guys in the NFL every year out of, out of college at wide receiver that are productive. Jordan Addison, his ceiling, I don't think he's a burner. He's probably a top of the second round receiver. But if you're Green Bay late and you can get him, uh, they also, I think they would go after a tight end like uh, Mike Meyer at the kid at Notre right. Dame who can block and run, or Kincaid out of Utah who's not the blocker but can get up the field. They're going to go get, they're going to be a very young offense, but they have a good old line, which is not young. And they have two excellent running backs, and they've got an experienced coach. So they're going to be young at wide receiver. If you're going to be young in the NFL, that's not a terrible place to be young. Can I ask you, um, so Bakhtiari's quote said, looks like a rebuild. This is the one guy who has seen Jordan Love in practice now for three to four years? So what was the quote? Rebuild. Looks like a rebuild. 
He's seen Jordan Love in practice for about four years now. Yeah. Offensive lineman, veteran, says that about the team. And you still think they're going nine and eight? No, I said eight and nine eight or nine. nine and eight. Okay. It's the NFC. Eight it's nine. a seven-win team in the AFC. It's a seven and ten team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. It is an eight and nine team or a nine and eight team in the NFC. I will uh, we'll go head to head on that one. I'll get the under under eight wins. Right. Jordan Love, you, you you're getting this, I'm sure, in the control room. Jordan Love, Cowherd, this is going to be fun. <laughs> well, well, you you got you have to admit now. Well, I also get to admit Aaron Rodgers will be with the Jets and he'll be thriving, and I'll be laughing at the Packers who have Jordan Love. <laughs> Okay. okay, so here's my th- last night. Charles Barkley was great. He came on the air and he said, can we just stop with this? We all know who's going to win the East. Boston, Milwaukee, like we, we all know the in Philadelphia. Nobody's beating those teams. Now, I do think Cleveland matches up pretty interesting with a couple of teams, but it's one of the things we like about Barkley. You know, networks want you to always say their games are great and the teams are great and the leagues are great. No, they're not. And so I just said this. And I'll get huge blowback by this. We were saying this during the break is I think there's only been four great sports movies ever. The best sports movie ever made is Moneyball, Seconds Rocky. Those are great movies, not great sports movies. Moneyball and Rocky are great movies. Then two other that are great sports movies, I wouldn't call them great all-time movies, are Miracle and Bull Durham. Uh, Field of Dreams was hokey. It made us cry, but it was a little hokey. Uh, Bull Durham is fantastic. So there's been two great sports movies ever made. Rocky is just a great movie, and Moneyball is a great movie. I don't buy into football movies. I need authenticity. There's never been an actor who looks like a football player outside of Burt Reynolds. Longest yard you could probably throw in there as a fifth. But there's only four movies that I I really like. If they're on, I'll keep watching. But I don't think I don't think sports movies are good. They're not authentic. You're asking actors to be athletes. You and I are in sports. We know the truth about sports. They're always sanitized. They're not real. So I just don't buy sports movies. So there's only four I've ever loved. I, I would throw Longest Yard in there, probably fifth. That's the only football movie. North Dallas 40 was okay. But Longest Yard was, was genuinely funny. No, you're not talking about the Adam Sandler one, right? You're talking about like the... No, I'm what, talking about the, the Burt Reynolds right, one. Right, Burt Reynolds. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just going to toss a couple of... I can of- say Brian song. Uh, but that, does that even qualify as a sports like, movie? Yeah, That's the I first so. movie I cried at. Lassie and Brian song. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to toss a couple football movies. Oh, no, I'm just going to tell you I don't like them. Amazing actors. Someone on the set said, remember the Titans. And that's an amazing movie. Happened kind of in my backyard where I grew up. Yeah. Denzel Washington. Love him. Unbelie- if that's ever on cable, I'm planting myself and then calling my kids over to watch it with me. You've never seen it. It's called Remember the Titans, and I always forget the title. So it doesn't stick to me. I don't like football movies. Okay. Sandra Bullock, good actress. The Blind Side. Not interested. A lot of uh, stuff that's it's, not it's true. It's about recruiting, college football. That's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, but there's, it's a Michael Lewis book. And it's a Michael book. Lewis book. No, yeah. the book's fine. But you know what? That's only one of the only things Michael Lewis has ever done I haven't read. I get sports all day. I don't want sports in my movies. Okay, hold on. Rudy. No, I'm just it's kidding. I don't a, even think that's a great movie. No, no, um, no. It's sorry not to everyone. A, it's not a great movie. It is a heartwarming sports movie. Okay. So that, like, would, that would classify with The Longest Yard at like five. And then Friday Night Lights. Mm, not interested. High school football, not interested. Hour two next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, Gainbridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder Gainbridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at Gainbridge.io. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.